to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews. How we doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm ready. Are you feeling amazing? Oh, I'm feeling uh, grateful. Amen, amen. Yes, 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 we are. Uh, I could could gladly say that uh, we had a wonderful um, town hall meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe if you want to just give a, a short snippet for those that weren't able that maybe listen to the podcast of what's getting ready to happen. Well, we're, we're getting ready to go back to live services uh, the 1st of November. And uh, we're going to have three services, uh, eight and uh, two at 1030. And we're going to uh, uh, launch Pastor Berthelow, Stephen Berthelow and New Philadelphia Christian Center. We're Going to get them out of the crib and uh, uh, out there in a neighborhood to begin sharing the gospel in a targeted way. Amen. Amen. So, and uh, there is a strategy in place uh, for everybody. Mm-hmm. God uh, has it. I'm yeah. just, we're just trying to follow it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, so definitely uh, check the website, check your emails, look out for more information to come. Uh, this is going to be a great time uh, finally to kind of unite. It's going to be awesome. Amen, amen. Let's look to heaven right now. Father, we thank you for allowing us to come together, taking the opportunity to to get into your word, to share with one another uh, how great you are, how wonderful you are, how majestic you are, how gracious and merciful that you are. You uh, stand out of time and look at us in time. And yet you're able to meet all our needs. And we don't understand how you do it, but you just do it because you love us and you care for us and you want to see us obey your word and your will. And Father, if there's things that's not right in our hearts, cleanse it, purify it. Lord, creating us a clean heart, renewing us a a right spirit, Father. Yes. We need that spirit of humility, and we want to, we'd rather humble ourselves than for you to humble us, Lord. Oh, God. Because we know in you we live and move and have our being. Thank you. And that without you, we can't do nothing, nothing. You have granted us the grace that we need to live, to preach, to teach and to love those, Lord Jesus. Thank you. We thank you for everything that you're continuously doing. Touch somebody's heart that they will repent and believe in your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Uh, So today I know we we have a very good lesson uh, coming from the book of 1 Kings. Mm -hmm. Chapter 19. Amen, amen. Uh, dealing with old Elijah and Elisha. Young Elisha. And I think I gave you the title uh, that, for this. Yes. And the uniqueness of a call. 
mm-hmm. the uniqueness of a call. Mm-hmm. For Christians, and, and this is a message for the body of Christ today, God has a calling for each and every one of us. We're not all called to do the same thing, and we're certainly not all called to do it in the same way. And every single calling of God is as unique as a fingerprint, as unique as a snowflake. And you, whoever you are listening today, God is calling. And he calls uh, David on uh, multiple times. Amen. He'll call you to a task. He'll call you to a role. He'll call you to function in a certain way. And then, and then he'll, he'll, he'll call you again. You know, Pastor, <laughs> you just brought back to my memory uh, uh, a message one day I was putting together. Uh, and I was using the analogy of a, of a cell phone and how we get phone calls. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're in an age right now where uh, we get a lot of phone calls and sometimes we get calls from numbers that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And usually when we don't recognize a number, we either send it to voicemail or ignore it. Yes. I wonder if we're doing that with our calling. Yes. Too often... Uh, we've contemplated what numbers should call us, when they should call us, what they should say when they call. You know, we already have a frame of mind. We've already put God in in a box. Or how many times have we sent them to voicemail? Yes. <laughs> or if or if if he's not saying what we want and expect when he calls. Oh, that can't be God. Click. Yeah. Oh, oh we put them on the, the block list number. Do yeah. Not, no. Do, <laughs> when you call me about what I want to talk about, yeah, I, 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 I'll uh, pick up and we'll, we'll, we'll have that conversation. Yes, sir. But this new thing that you're telling me in new direction that you're calling me to and, you know, excuse me, God, I'm, I, my feelings are attached to that. But but the uniqueness of a call It takes listening in the spirit Amen And not in the emotions Not in the the mind And And the enemy actually conditions us To reject God's call He He front loads a false call in many cases so that it pulls us in a direction or conditions us to, to not hear the call of, of God. Uh-huh. And he does it all the time with Christians. You know, um, he'll give them eye candy. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at so-and-so and what they're doing. Oh, look at so-and-so and what they're doing. Wow, that ought to be you. <laughs> that probably could be you. That probably should be you. Amen. Why don't you go do that? Amen. And, you know, and you'll find yourself. Oh God. Mm. Oh, we see somebody. Bless me. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I throw myself out here and say, there's plenty of times where I've seen preachers on TV, and I was like, man, that's what I want to do. That's how I want to be. 
Yeah. You know, and not not saying that God won't allow that, but where am I standing at that moment when when I'm seeing that? And what is my true motive? Mm-hmm. What is well, and what is your true call? Because you know, if 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 you're trying to be a, a replica or a reproduction of that person, that may not be the the person that God called you to be at all. That's right. So you you're you're out there. You know, you're going across on the wrong boat. Yeah. You know, God God doesn't uh, need carbon copies. He needs originals. Yes, and He's made each one of us. What's the title again? <laughs> the uniqueness. Of he, a call. The uniqueness of a call. Amen. And and we need to to look to God and and and, and discover the unique call that He has. Yes. And often He has people designed to help us. Amen. In verse nine, it says, "There He came." This is Elijah. There He came to a cave and lodged in it. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And Elijah said, I, 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 I've been very jealous for the Lord, the, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, and, and, and they've thrown down your altars, and they killed your prophets with the sword, and, and I, even I alone am left, and, and they seek my life to take it away. And God said, uh, go go out and, and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, uh, when he stood, the, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore the mountains and, and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the, the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire the sound of a a low whisper and when Elijah heard it he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave and behold there came a voice to him and said what are you doing here Elijah you know, David, so, so many times we're, we're looking for the, the fantastic. We're, we're, we're looking for the, the cloud and the wind and, you know, all of these, you know, uh, seeming preludes to the wonder. Yeah. When sometimes all we really need is the whisper of his voice. Amen. Too many people get caught up. Uh, in in signs and wonders, yes. Following instead of letting the signs and wonders follow them, yes. And 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 so he he's here. He goes again, re- repeating this thing. You know, I, I even I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And and the Lord said to him, "Okay, I, I see that you're mentally and emotionally." about at the end of of your of your useful service but the ministry must go on Uh and in verse 15 it says and the lord said to him go and return on your way to the wilderness of damascus and when you arrive you shall anoint hazel to be king over syria and jehu the son of nimshai you shall anoint to be king over israel 
and Elisha the son of Shaphat of Abel Meholah, you shall anoint to be the prophet in your place. So, so what what you see here is is God already knows the the plan and the purpose for for these three men. Mm-hmm. Even before Elijah reaches out to him and begins to have a conversation with him. And just imagine when Elijah goes in and talks with him. Now, God will give you a little bit of a heads up. He'll, he'll start mm-hmm. doing some things in your mind. And, you know, you won't be blindsided. But, but who, you know, does, will God say, oh, yeah, Elijah's going to come by tomorrow and make you king? He may not do that. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, 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 uh, Elijah, you know, look look for Elijah to come by, and, and, and you're going to take his place. You, you, you're going to be the next prophet. Yeah, you're going to be the next prophet. Probably not going to be that way. The uniqueness of a call, and sometimes it's so simple, because God is not in the wind, and well, he's not in the fantastic. He just simply wants you to hear and obey. Amen. And it'll all if you just can hear and obey, if you can just follow, God can walk you into his call. You know, there's a lot of people struggling with that, um, with the wind. They're with, looking with, for it. They're, they're, they're looking for it and they're seeing it, but they're, and it's distracting them. From actually hearing the whisper of God. Yes, the, the fire, the the, uh-huh. the the wind, the rocks breaking up. Oh man! You know this must be God. This must be God. <laughs> and God is like, no, I'm, you know what's going to lead and guide you is not seeing fired rocks and wind every day. Amen. What's going to lead and guide you, lead and guide you is hearing my voice. Yes. Speak to you. In the stillness of the moment, giving you the instructions that you need. And 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 then he, he corrects, God corrects Elijah. And, and after he tells them to go and, and anoint, Elijah says, you know, you were saying about you're the only one left. Yet I will leave seven, yeah, I, I will leave seven thousand in Israel. All the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So you think you're unique? No. I got seven. Do you think you're the only one, brother? I got seven thousand. That just is just as faithful as you are. Yeah, we we uh, we, we get caught up in our in our culture uh, and in our community. Uh, and then it puts us in a terrible position because we're seeing what's happening, you know, to everybody else. And we're feeling like, well, this is, you know, this is all about me. And it's not. It's about God's plan and what he has established, the order that he's already set. Um, the Bible lets us know that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He already has everything in place. Um, you know, I was just studying about the, you know, the, the, the doctrine of election. God has already put things into place. He's already called who he wants called ready to go. So it's not like you're in it by yourself. You know, we, we look at things in such a micro level that this thing is huge. Our God is not just the God of St. Pete. 
Amen. He's not the God of, uh, of, of just New Philadelphia, but he is the God of the world, the universe. Mm-hmm. There's people in India that God is using right now. Yes. There's people in China. There's people in Russia. There's people in, in, in Africa, in Australia, in South America, in Canada. Um, wherever, wherever the gospel's been preached, God has someone there. Amen. And, and, and though we may not know them, they're serving in the uniqueness of their call. They answered the call. Mm-hmm. And 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 are operating in that function, yes. So we can't think about it's just you know all you know it's me. I want to be because we see people on TV. I want to be this great uh, preacher. I want to be this great singer. I want to be this uh, ministry of of whatever. And and we think that it's just about you. You got to remember this thing is huge. And what you really want to be is exactly what God has called and designed you to be. Do you see you're made uniquely for the uniqueness of your call? Amen. Your experiences in life, uh, your demeanor, uh, you know, you sometimes how you're designed physically, mm-hmm. uh, your the geography where you where you are, where you live, uh, your profession, uh, all of those things. God has. Has brought you in steps through the experiences of life, and all of those things have uh, affected you, you know, in the positive. Not saying they have infected; yeah. they they've affected you and prepared you for his unique call. But if you take them and you veer off into into something uh, that the enemy is set up to to look like the call, even and even though it's not the call you'll miss the, the real call. You'll miss the joy of it. You'll miss the peace of it. You, you'll, you'll miss God's power in a marvelous way because, see, he's, he's going to give you what you need to accomplish what he's called you to do. But if you go and try to do something that you're calling yourself to do, then you're on your own. Yeah, let, let, me, bring it, let me bring it this way. Uh, when I was talking about phones, uh, we, we get it, it's gotten so crazy now where these solicitors now have gotten a, the ability to use local numbers. Oh, yeah. Because usually when you use you get soliciting this 800 number or a number out of state that, you know, you don't know nobody. Well, they figured out now, how can I use a local number? Yeah. And now the minute you answer it, now they know they're able to get a hold of you. Yeah. And it doesn't stop. Well, you it know, it'll have the first three numbers that your numbers, uh, the, the prefix, prefix will be the yeah. same. And, and that's the way a lot, most times the enemy operates. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he uses that same tactic. Um, and we have to be extremely careful on what we're answering, uh, regardless of how familiar it may look to us. Yes. But. We understand that when God calls us, he'll make it very plain. He'll make it very simple. He does. He is not the author of confusion. No, never. Um, and he allows us to uh, operate. Now, we'll make the mistakes. We'll, 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 we, you know, sometimes we'll get that call. We make that mistake and that's fine. Don't think you have to be trapped in it and stay in it. No. You know, there, there, there is a remedy to get out of it. 
and it, and it's it's real simple you know this is a, a a six little word that we we hate to use and hate to act upon but it, we it's so needful it's just strictly to repent and to yeah. turn just stop doing what you're doing we got to come to the point where we say to our, ourselves even as Jesus said in the garden not my will but thy will be done Amen. Yeah, you know, if if you could move this cup, if you could, but 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 it it it, it can't be what I want, because that's so far from the purpose. That's so so much imperfect. Uh-huh. It's got to be your way. It's got to be your will. And, and and God is calling, and 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 we're really going. You each and every one of us, you're gonna really enjoy what God has. Sometimes you get so sold on, on what the enemy has until it's like, can God come up with a plan for my life that's 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 this good? Yes, he, he can. But if you if you get if you get so enamored, if you get so excited about what what you think he wants instead of what he really wants, you'll get frustrated because you you're waiting on something that's not coming. And and, and, the, and the sad part is many people, hey, he's not coming, so let me just go out there and you know, basically, you know, if he's not going to come and give it, let me go out there and get it. Yeah. And 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 we got to be careful cuz when we come to Christ, uh a perfect example is when we look at Paul's life, Peter's life, uh James, John, the, you know, all the apostles when they were out spreading the gospel, you know, they were operating in their, in their calling and in their uniqueness, mm-hmm. but it wasn't all uh, peaches and cream. No. And, and we get that messed up in, in today's age because we see success for other so-called success for other people. And we think, well, that's the way it's supposed to be in my life. You know, they, these men of God lived a sacrificial uh, life that called that the call upon them was to uh, basically give up everything they had mm-hmm. for the gospel's sake. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to have that same mentality? Are you willing to give it all up for the gospel? This world gives you so many choices. It, it gives you a thousand ways to walk away from God, and, and it burdens so many Christians with with so many things to do that that. They know God is over here, but I'm so wanting to go over here. How can I do all of this? It doesn't work. Yeah. It, you you walk in the in the call of God. You hear it. You answer. You walk in the call of God. And if He brings some of those other things into the path during the call, fine. If not, fine. But but the the, the joy and the peace of knowing you're in the center of the will of God and you're doing what you were, were designed, what you were birthed on uh-huh. this earth to do. There's nothing like it, David. There's nothing like it. Amen. Amen. It says in verse uh, 19, so Elijah departed and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plying with 12 yoke of oxen in front of him, and he was with the twelve. Elijah passed by him 
and cast his cloak upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Oh, wow. Well, let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. So immediately he recognized the call, but, but you know, I'm not, I'm not ready to do it until I've done some other things. Handle some other business. Handle some other business. That can be a trap. Amen. I, I've seen people, I had this conversation the other day, I've seen people, when my kids get this age, you know, then I will give you all. You know, w- w- when... When this happens, you know, when I get to this, when I when I get this house, when I do this, when I get this time, when I when I get you know, married, when I get married, you know, right? You know, and 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 you get in that 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 rotisserie of just going from excuse to excuse to excuse, from from just giving God everything, not not realizing it's just a trick from the enemy to just keep a, you. From doing what God has just called you. D- delay, 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 delay. Until I, I remember I was in a service one night. And this lady got up in tears in, in this revival. And she said, oh, you know, I, it was my children. It was my degree. You know, it was my second degree. It was my grandchildren. But I realize now I've got to do the will of God. The sadness of that, this lady was almost 60. Uh. And she knew what that, that was a, a unique call on her life in her 20s. Wow. So, so here it is, 30-something years later, now she's ready to answer the call. Not just what she missed. Uh-huh. But who missed out on the uniqueness of her calling? Amen. And during those times when she was distracted doing other things, when when she had some other stuff to go do before she could follow. Yeah, because she would have had an effect on somebody else that could have had an effect on somebody else. Yes. The the ripple effect. And there's there's an exponential damage caused to the purpose and plan of God. When we when we get delayed and hindered from mm. answering the true call of God, mm. and, and 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 so Elijah told, her, "Okay, you go back again. You know, for what have I done to you?" And sometimes you just can't chase people; you just gotta wait until they're ready to come. Elisha was called to to raise him up to replace him. But 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 you know here he is. Oh, I gotta go this because this. And Elijah said, "You know what? I, I'm gonna go spend my last days doing what I'm supposed to do. So if that's what you got to go and do, not a problem." So he he left. It, it says that Elijah returned from following Elijah, and he took the yoke of oxen, and he sacrificed them, and bore their flesh. With the yokes of the oxen. So he took the the wood from around their neck and, and he made a sacrifice and then he and then he gave the, the sacrifice to meat to all the people and they ate. Then he arose and went after Elijah and assisted him. He went and did these other things and and and, and but but unlike most people, he finished his business. And then he had to go and find Elijah. 
and 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 he didn't run and say, "Okay, Elijah, uh, I come to get what what you got for me, so I can go and get it done." No, it, God set it up that that Elijah would would be the mentor and help him to get ready. But David, so few people want a mentor. They they you know give me mine. You know, uh, yeah, I figured out. Let me do do my thing. And and so in in my leadership, I've learned many times you've got to do what Elisha did. Look, help you if I can, but if I'm not gonna beg you. If if you want to do do it on yourself, do it by yourself. Okay, but but I know how Elijah felt. If you'll just come, if you just allow me. Mm-hmm. I give you my last moments assisting you to prepare, be prepared and ready to do all of what God, there, there are many Elijah's waiting for Elisha's that will just give themselves to following so that they can prepare them for their call. You know, both people have to be willing. Yes. You know, Elisha was ready to step out, follow, you know, do what he was uh, commanded to do of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And Elisha had to be willing to let his past be the past and move forward. Yes. Um, I wonder today if there's a lot of people that are still holding on to their past. Yes. And see, the enemy works both ways. Either he has you holding on to your past or you're trying to jump so far into your future, you miss being where you need to be right now at this moment in the uniqueness of your call. And he don't care if you're dragging behind or if you're running out of place ahead. As long as he can get you out of where you need to be and, and, and where it's best for you to be, as long as he can blow that up, He's okay. Yeah, he wants to take you out of the uh, the path that's been set and laid out for you. Correct. And find you walking on something totally different that's comfortable. And he'll use anything. He'll use a career. He'll use a relationship. He'll he'll use a a, a sickness. He, he'll use all of it together. Amen. Yes, he will. All he wants to do is make you miss out on the uniqueness. Of your call. So, so Pastor, now that we've kind of talked about all this mm-hmm. and, and gave a little synopsis of it, what do we do for people who, so they don't fall into that trap, um, like you were explaining and sharing earlier about the lady who understood her calling at 20 and then yet for 60, almost 40 years gone by before she actually decided to act upon it. What what does a person do? Where do they start? What you know? What are some of the things that they need to uh, be aware of so that they can operate in their calling? Okay, um, boy, that's a loaded question. But but it's let me let me answer this part of it, uh-huh. and I'm gonna answer it by 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 you looking here at Elijah and Elisha. So finally. Elisha is 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 assisting and learning through 
that assistance, he's learning the call of being a prophet. But over in chapter 2 of Second Kings, beginning in verse 1, it says, Now when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. And Elijah said to Elisha, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. So he he knows he's about to go. But but he's trying to see if 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 because here's what you gotta remember. Uh-huh. If if his preparation, if part of uh Elisha's preparation is being the assistant to Elijah, uh-huh. then if he's really with the heart that God wants him to have for his ministry, then he's really with the heart for this preparation. So it's really a test of uh, this, this, this statement really is a test of where his heart is. And sometimes you need to help people to see where their heart is and even where their heart is not. Uh. Then Elisha says, as the Lord lives and as, your, as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel and the sons of the prophets who were in Bethel came out up to Elisha and said, uh, do you know that, that today the Lord will take away your master from over you? And he said, yes, I know it, but you keep quiet. <laughs> he was well aware of, of what God was 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 going to do and he wasn't going to to change and go off course and be drawn off or even suggested anything that would keep him from answering this unique call yeah and and the thing is also you know when i see that it lets me know that you know how other people are watching yes and and observing and and ready to challenge you yes so we have to be careful yes You've got to meet the, the, the challenge. First, the challenge was within. Mm-hmm. You know, th- will your heart follow? Then you have to overcome the challenge from without. The, the, the ways that the, the, the devil will pull you from in and from out. Mm-hmm. It's all designed to get you to miss what God has for you. Elisha wouldn't let either of those tactics cause him to miss it. In verse 4, as we end, Elijah said to him, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. And they told him the same thing. Hey, did you know? Yes, I know. Keep quiet. And finally, in verse 6, he said, Please stay here. Once again, he's three times. Because, look, he really didn't need to know if his heart was ready. And once again, he told them, uh, uh, no, not going to do it. And he took this, this, this cloak and he rolled it up and he smoked the water. He hit the water and, and the water part and the two of them walked over on dry ground. Now watch this. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, ask me what I shall do for you. Before I am taken from you, 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 you pass these two tests. 
you from within and from out uh-huh. and from without. And so you have made this commitment to this call. So you're going to you the call is is going to be yours uh-huh. very soon. What do you want? In order that you might see when when God knew that he was committed to the call, God was willing to give him his heart's desire in completing the call. Amen. So often we go with a call of our own, something we've called ourselves to, yeah. and we want God to to, bless. to to bless that. We want the double portion. The double portion comes when it's within the uniqueness of your call, not within something that you've called yourself to. And he said, "Please let me let there be a double portion of your spirit on me." And Elijah said, "If you you have asked a hard thing, but guess what? If you if you stay faithful, if you stay here, if you see me being taken up, if you'll continue to walk faithfully with me, you you'll, you'll get this. You'll get this double portion." As they still went on and talked, Elijah to the very end is is instructing and teaching and mentoring. Behold, chariots of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them, and Elijah went up in a whirlwind into heaven. And Elijah saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and his horsemen. But he saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. And and then he took the cloak of Elijah because it had fallen from Elijah as he went up into into the sky and he went back to that same riverbank of Jordan and he took the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water saying, where's the Lord, the God of Elijah. And when he had struck the water, the water was parted to one side and to other and Elijah went over. He knew then that he was entering to a new phase in the uniqueness of his call and the double portion that that he had been promised because of his faithfulness, because of his commitment, because of his rejection of those things that would take him to other things in other places. His faithfulness to go through the process had brought him to the point where he'd be a remembered prophet in this world even to this very day. Amen, amen. So the question I'll ask you, are you ready to ask the hard thing? Are you ready to follow God? Are you ready to answer the uniqueness of your calling? Are you willing to make the sacrifice and say, not my will, but thy will be done? Only you can answer that. Nobody else can. It's up to you. Between you and God, you have to make that decision. And we pray today that you humble yourself, seek his face, call upon him for your guidance. Because he will order your steps. Pastor, if you can close us out in prayer. Heavenly Father, you are calling so many that have not yet answered. And God, I pray that this this message today will be an inspiration 
Lord, let each and every one prioritize and move you into first place in their hearts. God, let them with nothing in the way, with nothing pulling them out of the way, let each and every one make the commitment and and from their heart take the bold step to follow you all the way. Show them, empower them, prepare them, and assist them until they're able to do all that you have called them to do. But on this day, Lord, let there be those that will be inspired by your word to answer the uniqueness of their call. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.